Friday Digest, a podcast by Shai Sharon. Do doctors need a master's or a PhD? Whether you're a dental student, medical student, or already a doctor, you may contemplate going for a PhD or a master's. Is it worth it? This is the subject of today's podcast. I started my research journey 15 years ago with a master's and graduated with a PhD. I traveled half the globe to become a research fellow, and nowadays I'm a mentor. Today, I'll share what I've learned. Story time. At 27, I thought my future plans were all laid out. As a third-year dental student, I was almost done with my preclinical studies and about to embark on the clinical part of dental school. I was three and a half years from becoming a dentist, saying bye-bye, to my student status for good. And then everything changed. It was no less than a butterfly effect, change your life moment kind of thing. The head of research program gave us a talk on the importance of double credentialed investigators, DMD, PhD, and invited us to apply. At that moment, I knew that this is what I want to do. Back then, double credentialed dentists weren't common so the reaction I got from my surroundings wasn't supportive. It's quite understandable since none of them knew what it meant, but I trusted my gut feeling and went for it. I took three years off from dental school. My first year was challenging. I had many time-consuming graduate courses, and I had to squeeze them all while developing basic lab skills. Throughout my first year, I was heavily dependent on my lab mates, and experiments took me forever. In my second year, I became less dependent, and by its end, I completed my master's degree. I could have stopped my research training there, as most of my classmates did. I already knew how to run experiments, write abstracts, and prepare manuscripts. But if I ran into problems, and in research, you always run into problems, I didn't know how to troubleshoot them. I was an excellent lab worker, but not an investigator. And then came the third year. I became completely independent, designed my own experiments, and managed to troubleshoot my problems. The discussions I had with my mentor related to the essence of experiments and less to technicalities. This year energized me so much that I spent long hours in the lab, and it was worth it. I felt like a true investigator. Fast forward, I'm 37. By that time, I completed dental school and earned my PhD, and I'm halfway through my oral and maxillofacial surgery residency. I'm sitting in a keynote talk about head and neck cancer immunotherapy at the International Conference of Oral and Maxillofacial Surgeons. I was mind-blown. Seeing the very preliminary results was more than enough for me to know that this is my destiny. Shortly after, I found my department chief and told him that Portland, Oregon is where I should be. As always, he supported me and paved the way. Fast forward, I'm 39 and I'm a research fellow at Providence Cancer Institute in Portland, Oregon, USA. This lab was love at first sight and my mentors were a pleasure to work with. As from a scientific experience, that time had an enormous impact on the investigator I am today. 
and I couldn't have accomplished it all without having years of experience as a PhD. Looking back at the 27-year-old Shai, naively sitting in an introductory talk about the DMD PhD track makes me smile. That 27-year-old, hoping that someday his PhD journey will get him somewhere, not knowing that this decision will allow him to embark on his life calling a decade later. Quote, Experience is simply the name we give our mistakes. Oscar Wilde. So, let's discuss it. First of all, there is a huge difference between a master's and a PhD. Second of all, you need to decide if you need it. During my training, I pursued both degrees. In recent years, I started to mentor students in both the master's and PhD tracts. So let's put this experience into practice and discuss the four main factors that will help you decide. 1. Your long-term goals. 2. How to use it to improve your CV. 3. The amount of time you have. And 4. The skill set you want to develop. So let's start. Ask yourself, what is your long-term goal? You need to pick one. A. You know that research is something you want to pursue long-term. B. You're not very interested in research, but you need it to achieve another goal you have. C. You're not certain if research is for you. If you're in group A, meaning you know that research is something you want to pursue long-term, either a master's or a PhD may be appropriate. If you're in group B, meaning you're not very interested in research, but you need it to achieve another goal you have, a master's is for you. It will give you an excellent picture of the research world, but without the obligations, time constraints, and expectations inherent to a PhD program. If you're in group C, meaning you're not certain if research is for you, you have two options. The first option is to find a lab that offers a short-term research project, such as paid-by-the-hour job. The second option is to take one year off for a master's degree. Of the two, I recommend the master's degree. Pay-by-the-hour lab workers are considered guests, and guests are not exposed to the full spectrum of the research world. Second, CV. If you plan on embarking on a research path just for having it on your CV, a master's is the way to go. Having a PhD on your CV without ongoing research goals and activities will not serve you well. In some cases, it will even require you to explain why you haven't continued with research. It is unlikely to be an issue if you have a master's degree. 3. How many years do you want to invest? My advice? invest at least one year as a full-time master's student. If you're a dental or a medical student, take one year off. If you're already a dentist or a physician, invest at least four days a week as a master's student for one year. Only this will expose you to the real world of research. Anything less than that will be appropriate only if you want a degree on paper. This is an approach that I don't endorse, but may seem reasonable to others. For PhD, taking two years off from dental or medical school is the bare minimum, and I highly, highly recommend taking three years. Why? So your skills will improve considerably after one year, and you will become completely independent after two years. 
what you accomplished during your third year will be an excellent representation of how research really is. In most cases, after three years of being a full-time research student, you can continue doing it part-time. I recommend three full workdays and two half-days. Lastly, what skill set do you want? I'll make it short and simple. If you want a taste of the research world or to hone a very specific skill, a master's is more than enough. If you want to develop a deep understanding of how research actually works, learn new skills independently, and troubleshoot problems on your own, PhD is for you. Remember, real research is about designing studies, writing grant proposals, handling failures, and seeing large projects through, from start to finish. Quote, Persistence matters more than talent. The student with straight A's is irrelevant if the student sitting next to them with B's has more passion. Tim Ferriss So that was our podcast to answer the question, do doctors need a master's or a PhD? See you next time.